Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in, I sure do appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. I know y'all have other things that you could do, so I appreciate it. And for those of y'all that continue to share the podcast and tell others about it, help it to grow. Thank you so much. Not a whole lot to report on the home front. We uh, had a little... Fourth of July parade in our little local community recently, and I hope that y'all got to experience something like that wherever you are. I think it's another, you see all of these other parades out there these days repetitively, consistently. And it says something not real pretty about our nation that we have all these other pride parades or prejudiced parades about different things and we give so little time and effort to the country that ironically allows for those parades to happen. (laughs) And really doubly ironically because that country only allows those things to happen because of her foundation in Jesus Christ and a number of of these parades that we choose to participate in, these ideals that millions of our citizens support, they're only possible in a Christian nation and they go directly against the teachings of Christ. But, I'm getting off track. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast. Thank you for the people that listen to it, share it, be with them and their families. Thank you for those who have come before us, who have taken the time, given their resources to record our history. So that we might not forget who've written down the pieces of our past. Help us to remember that past while we look forward and to turn to you for guidance there. And guide my words, please, Father. In your son's name we pray. Amen.
thought of that little prayer there in lieu of I, I try and say it most days when I use them uh, and some days even when I don't use them but there's three books that contain a ton of sources and information about our country's heritage and the ties to faith. For those of y'all that listen to the podcast regularly, you're intimately familiar with them at this point, but I would be remiss. Uh, The Founder's Bible, if you get a chance, Patriot's Bible by Dr. Richard Lee, and the American God and Country Encyclopedia of Quotations. Just, it's... We spend so much time, and I, I know the things that I'm guilty of, sports, for example, uh, scrolling through a phone, reading just for pure entertainment with no real constructive value. We spend all this time doing these other things, and we spend so little time going over our history and our heritage, the things that actually matter, that that affect our nation. And uh, and so these are these are great resources to have just to look at every once in a while. Read through the different quotes, the different comments, so that you you have in your toolbox, as we used to say in the Marine Corps, all these different pieces, all these tools so that you know when you hear people on radio or television or, you know, and then that includes your news agencies or sadly today your sports agencies, uh, kids, shows, even worse. You know when they're talking about this stuff. Like that the country was founded on slavery, for example, the 1619 Project, the proud family that Disney has put together or whatever it is. He knows these are lies and this is not how our country was founded, but you can't know that folks. We, we know that we can't develop uh, healthy eating habits unless we practice. We can't stay in shape unless we work out. We can't get better at our chosen trade unless we work at it. Right? But we, we don't seem to realize that we, we can't have the knowledge to fight back against the people and the ideas that are attacking our country if we don't know. I, was a, I had a great boss with it in the past decade. And one of his quotes was, you don't know what you don't know. And so when we don't, know this history when we don't look at these resources and have them and just just check in every once in a while just like just like with our faith in god if we don't read the bible how in the world could we possibly know how to live how to follow the commands of christ if we don't talk to our spouse spend time with our spouse each day real time not just you know sitting there staring at a tv or staring at our phones together in the same room or, you know, like actual 
being with one another? How could we possibly know them or strengthen our marriage? So, anyway, uh, we're, what we're going to do today is read through a few quotes. Uh, as with most of the stuff that I talk about on this podcast, there's a number of places that you could find these quotes. Uh, it's one of the reasons I really like the, I, I'm a huge fan of the Patriots Bible. Don't get me wrong. It, uh, it's a very, I feel like it's much more accessible than these other two uh, for a couple of reasons, but it's, it's not quite as well sourced. The America's God and Country Encyclopedia of Quotations and the Founder's Bible are extremely well sourced. And so you can read the quotes. And then if you want to do more reading, you can look at where they source this from and you can actually go look it up and, and read more about it or just so that you know, okay, this isn't just something they pulled out of thin air. I can actually go find this. Uh, and so that's just, that's great. So you can look through and, and find these quotes a number of places, uh, but they kind of put it all in one, one area. And, and that's, it's a phenomenal work. John Adams, go too often. Christian benevolence makes it our indispensable duty to lay ourselves out to serve our fellow creatures to the utmost of our power. James Kent, who we've talked about a few times on this podcast, called the father of American jurisprudence. Christianity taught the duty of benevolence to strangers. John Quincy Adams, the doctrines promulgated by Jesus and his apostles include lessons of peace, benevolence, meekness, brotherly love, and charity. And one of the reasons that this ties into a recent podcast is the one we did on welfare with the letter from Dr. Benjamin Franklin, the piece that he wrote for the newspaper in London or Britain, somewhere in Britain, talking about you're not helping poor people by making them easier in their poor state. And that's really what happens when government steps in. You know, the only real useful role of government that's beneficial, really beneficial to the poor and needy, the widow and the orphan, is to make it easier for individual citizens to give charity to those people. Because you think about your particular state, wherever you are, or if you're overseas, for some of y'all that listen overseas in your country, who knows the poor and the needy, the widow and the orphan better? The people in their own community or somebody in an office 100, 200, 300, 400, 1,000 miles away. I went a little overboard with the last one, but you get the point. Of course, the people in that local community know who really needs help and how to help them better than people a long way away. And so this idea of caring for the widow and the orphan, the poor and the needy. And when you look at the at the New Testament, it's, it's very clear. It's a very personal responsibility. It's something that we all have to do, have a, have a, a responsibility to do. 
but it's again it's it's not kind or generous or benevolent at all to take by force to steal money from somebody else and then give it away right i, I talked with kids often over the years uh, you know if 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 we're going down the street and we see a homeless man on the street and we stop and either give him a five or a ten dollar bill or go buy a hamburger and give it to him if i do that if i go buy a hamburger and give it to that man is that kind is that charitable and of course the answer is yeah it's obviously and i said okay well what if i turn to you and i demand under threat of violence a five or a ten dollar bill out of your wallet and then i go buy that hamburger and give it to that man is that charitable and of course they they get kind of they're like no that's that's ridiculous but that's that's exactly what we do today with welfare. So don't don't kid yourself. It's it's not kind. We do have a personal responsibility, which is why we're reading through some of these quotes. But the the modern welfare state is is not kind at all. Daniel Webster, let the religious element in man's nature be neglected, and he becomes the creature of selfish passion. The cultivation of the religious sentiment incites to general benevolence and the practical acknowledgement of the brotherhood of man. Reverend Richard Allen, uh, who we've read about a little bit on this podcast before, he was a soldier during the Revolutionary War, minister and founder of the AME denomination. Christian charity is pure and disinterested, remote from all hopes of worldly recompense from the persons we relieve. We are to do good and lend, hoping for nothing again, Luke 6.35. In its extent, it is unlimited and universal. It is confined to no persons, country, or places, but takes in all mankind, strangers as well as relations or acquaintances, enemies as well as friends, the evil and unthankful as well as the good and grateful. It has no other measure than the love of God to us, and the absolute necessity of practicing this duty is the very same with that of being Christians. I think we've got time maybe for one more, just barely. Reverend Frederick Douglass. I love the religion of the Blessed Savior. I love that religion that comes from above. I love that religion that sends out its votaries, votaries, followers, to bind up the wounds of him that has fallen among thieves. I love that religion that makes it the duty of its disciples to visit the fatherless and the widow in their affliction. That's James one twenty seven. I love the religion that is based upon the glorious principle of love to God and love to man, which makes its followers do unto others as they themselves would be done by. 1890 Supreme Court decision, the principles of the laws of charities prevail in all civilized countries, pervaded by the spirit of Christianity. So those people that decry and blaspheme us being a Christian nation, uh, that's fine. If you want to be a non-civilized nation, if you want to be a barbarous nation, then you don't have to have the principles of Christ. But if you want to be a progressive, a civilized nation, you have to have Christianity at the core. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.